Hi, I'm Susanna from Portugal. My shop name is Mrs. Pepper. Hi, my name is Inge from the Netherlands. My shop name is Studio Namibia. Hi, my name is Muna. Uh, my shop is Beats of Aquarius. Hey there, it's Tess, and you're listening to the Etsy Success Podcast. This week, we have a special live episode for you. In early October, we hosted our fifth annual European Captain Summit in Warsaw, Poland. 40 team captains from 18 different countries gathered for the weekend, where Etsy staff led workshops, presentations, and Q&A sessions all about selling on Etsy. Three of these team captains volunteered to speak on a panel about selling for the holiday season, which we recorded for this week's episode. They shared tips for sellers of all stages of growth, so they covered selling in person at holiday markets, planning ahead based on your previous holiday seasons, and how to prepare if you're a new seller and it's your first holiday season ever. And then one of my favorite parts, they talked about some of their proudest and most memorable moments with their team. So let's get to it. So I'm Tess, and I work on the seller content team at Etsy. I also produce the Etsy Success podcast. And I'm here today with three team captains who are going to talk about their experience with teams. So first, we have Virginie Likens of the Made in Norway team, Helen Gillespie of the Lancashire Etsy team, and Tanya of the Etsy team Belgium. Welcome, guys. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Let's just start with introductions, though. So can everyone say their name, their shop, and what you sell, and how long you've been on Etsy? Tanya, do you want to start? Okay, thank you for being here. I'm Tanya. I'm from Belgium. Uh, I sell uh, crochet for three years on Etsy. I started small. A few years back, I uh, was really interested in the community in Etsy. So uh, my shop, TCA shop, was growing, and now I'm starting to be more involved in communities like Etsy Team Belgium, Etsy Team Ghent are my two teams. The first team is uh, the country team. We have uh, like 1,500 members. We have meetings, small, big ones. Uh, we talk a lot about growing local communities in uh, Belgium. My second team is my favorite. Okay, I didn't say that, but uh, my team uh, I work most with is a small local team, 150 members. And we have our markets, our meetings, eight times a year. We do big markets in an old church. So it's really like, for me, community building, meet people, grow Etsy local, grow Etsy uh, for other shops, having really a big time with uh, a lot of equal-minded people. Um, hi, I'm Helen, <coughs> uh, the Lancashire team, which is in the UK. My shop is Betsy and Ells, and I re really in my shop I've got um, laser cut English flowers that I hand draw and hand paint, and I do wedding decor. I've been on Etsy since the beginning of 2016. Hi, I'm Virginie. I have an Etsy shop. Well, I've got a couple. My oldest Etsy shop is celebrating 10 years. Uh, it's called Roland Designs, and it's named after my oldest son, who has autism. And a few years back, I was looking for a local team. I live in Norway, and there wasn't any, so I sort of started one, uh, called it Made in Norway, and uh, it's still going. So what I sell on my shop, I sell uh, embroidery patterns. I also have another shop uh, where I sell uh, jewelry and vintage, because I wanted, as a team captain, to also sell physical items. I thought it was important, not just digital, but to also be able to have that customer service 
those situations that come up with physical items. So I thought it was important and relevant to be versed in both. So that actually brings me to what I was going to ask you all next, which is how you found your team and what led you to become a captain. Maybe, Helen, you could jump in. Yeah, I found my team. There was a very small team near us that was kind of new, but as I tried to join it, it was starting to fold. So I went to a local team to try and join them, which had quite strict rules about how they took their members in, and I didn't live near enough. So we turned around and we set up a team because we're quite... big area where we are and I was having to travel over an hour if I did go to the other teams so we set up a new team we didn't know how to do it we didn't really know what we were doing but we just kind of worked intuitively and we decided to hold Etsy made local and that was our turning point really because it made our team it, it pulled a team it was great Great. Did you have anything to add, Tanya? I um, found my team, uh, my first team at Sittingent. It was a meeting with the Belgium captain, Caroline. She was before me and she was like, we want to make local teams. You want to make go smaller, me more at the floor. So she was like, do you come? I said, yeah, I will come. And then she was like, oh, can you become a captain? I was like, yeah, I want to be because I love communities. I love to work with other people. I love to see people grow. So they were like, Come, become our captain. So I became captain from the small team, Kent. And then she was pregnant of a twin. And she was like, being a mom, being uh, working on my own job, being like overwhelmed with work. Do you want to become captain of Belgium? And I'm like, yeah, I want to. So I take over the team of her. And now we're starting to build new things in Belgium, making time for markets, meetings, stuff like that. So it's really like, growing communities now. So can you tell me a little bit about how your team supports one another and kind of how you encourage support within your team? Well, my team made in Norway is for the whole country. Um, I checked up really quickly this morning on Google and we only have about 5.3 million uh, inhabitants in Norway compared to London that has over seven, uh, 8.7 million. So where the whole country has only maybe a couple hundred sellers Some come in, some go, some stay longer and things. So our team covers so much that it's kind of difficult uh, to have physical meetings. Some people live above the Arctic Circle, so traveling is not exactly going to happen. (laughs) Um, But we have a very good uh, forum we're using. We've been using uh, Facebook. And uh, I don't know if it's a Scandinavian thing, but people are very polite and very respectful. So it's never been any problem to use an open forum like Facebook And it always makes me feel so good when a seller puts up a question and everybody participates to help to join in, help them find solutions, look up links to uh, shipping or shops they need help with or some things like that. So um, we mostly use, uh, well, I tell people our team is mostly an online support team for Etsy sellers. And I think that's something that's very important uh, for a country that is so Uh, spread out with people living in small places and things that maybe will not actually get to come to a meeting or a meetup or even make a market. So uh, the online community can be quite uh, important. Definitely. Yeah, I think um, we support each other. It it was a very slow start with us. We were a slow burner and it was the Etsy made local that did it for us. That kind of bonded people and they literally left the event where they were laughing together, they were joking about things. And so we then pushed that and carried it forward. We found that there was one lady who was a huge character. <laughs> and so we've put her in charge of our Facebook group. 
And so she throws out very bold, daring funnies. So rather than just talk about our shops and can you tell me how I do this little thing, she throws out kind of a bold question that sometimes you kind of go, oh, wow. But then people interact and we're getting just such higher engagements by getting her to lead something forward. And she's very good about how she'll answer every single comment put in and then redirects it into something then. And, and she's great. She's been one of our sort of driving force. And that's finding where your strengths are in the team. You know, because maybe as your leaders and your captain, you've not got everything, but people further out have. And that's how we've drawn it in for us. For Belgium and Kent, we have uh, the local team. It's really like markets. So we meet, uh, I see my house is a meeting point. So every day I see somebody from my team. Uh, if we have a problem, we meet uh, online. Also, we have me talk about bookkeeping because the Belgium law is really strictly. So we have to do bookkeeping. We have to ensure and stuff like that. So for the starting Etsy shops, uh, it's so complicated, the information. So we want to have them be uh, correct, like for the law. We have also our markets, so our, uh, my fellow Etsy team members, they design the posters for the markets. They spread around the news about the markets, so they help each other with markets, stuff like that. Uh, we also build together the markets, so we drag the tables around, the chairs. Um, if there's somebody's birthday or if somebody has a child, we give a small gift to each other. So it's really about being friends, friendship, giving to each other something in return. So if you, I need a present, the first thing I go now is go on Etsy, look at one of my fellow team members, see, oh, can I find a birthday present? So I support really also my local team shop. So I buy stuff for them for birthdays, Christmas, New Year, all that kind of thing. So it's really like giving to each other, getting from each other, spreading the love from handmade products. That's for me. Yeah, that's amazing. I was wondering if you guys could talk a little bit more about the specific activities that you organize in your team, whether it's online or in person. Yeah, well, actually, well, my team is mostly online, like I said. So that's something we sort of miss is the personal touch. Um, I live in a town where there's, I think, only two other Etsy sellers. And the next one is like kilometers away. So we have to keep um, in contact online. And one thing we've done last year, we did a secret Santa and that was a lot of fun. I think we'll do it again this year. We started a little earlier to make sure it gets down time for Christmas. And that was a great way to get to um, the team to interact between each other. Uh, another thing we do, because um, I've known a lot of teams do a lot of face meeting and things, and that really inspires. But because we couldn't really do that, and sometimes online you become a faceless voice in a way, like you just kind of type on the forum and you don't always see the person. Uh, so I start when we do shop reviews, I've started as a team captain to do kind of like a small video for shop reviews. I'm not an expert, but I feel like it puts a voice on the captain of the team in a way. So I do like three to five minutes reviews when we put up a shop for evaluations. Then I'll just go through the shop online and I'll kind of talk along the different points I've seen or something. And people said they really appreciate it. It makes it feel more like a human connection. So I think that's a tip that you can use when you have a mostly online community is try to somehow put in a few videos and not just photos, but videos make it feel like you're connecting with uh, the person, uh, the team captain, team leaders and the other team members. Okay, so from, um, we have the markets It's in Ghent. It's most, one of our biggest events. We have uh, around 5,000 to 7,000 visitors there. 
What's important here is for Etsy shops is that they get live feedback. People see their product, people talk about the product in front of them. So they know what they have in house. They can improve their product in a way that they like, oh, people say, I don't like this, but I like that. So they can have feedback of their product. They also learn to showcase their product in the market. So they learn also sometimes, to, hey, maybe I can use that for a photo in my shop. Also afterwards, I see when we have an event, people send me emails like, oh my God, I saw something to the USA because we have a, an old city. It's really with tourists, Chinese, Japanese, I know where, Americans. So they are like afterwards like, hey, I sold my first item to the USA. We're like, oh yes, cool. It's somebody from the market. So it's for them, it's really like inspirational because now they see and hear like it works. We sell on Etsy. So we sell more on Etsy. It's really like building their shop from a small public going worldwide. So it's really that important for them. Then we have the meetings. We have always like a team, bookkeeping, uh, photography, uh, shop critics, stuff like that. So most of the time, somebody brings an item into uh, the meeting and then we swap items and we let other people take the pictures from their items. So they have a new angle of taking item photos of their items. Like people will take photos, make the <laughs> listing for them. And then the funny thing is we make, let them make prices. So what will you pay for that item? It's really funny. People are like, oh, oh, you won't pay that much for my item. So you see a lot of people like undervalue their work, their item. So it's really like important to meet, not important. If you can meet, meet up with your shops, with your team members. You learn a lot of each other. Yeah, we're building our, our meetups. Um, we're quite a big county, so we meet one half of the county one time, one half of the county another, because you'll travel hour, hour and a half to get to where we are. Um, one of our places that's getting really successful is like a maker's centre that we can go. So they support us and give us the facilities for free, and they do inductions and training for all of our makers. So then they can go and use that space for their own manufacturing. They've got 3D printers, CNC routers, um, lasers. So we're trying to get our makers' skills up through that way. So not only are we doing a meeting, and we've done it where we'll have one of our sellers say we can pick <laughs> some of our stronger sellers and they impart their knowledge and little tricks that they've learned and things that our, our makers can go off and do this induction course and then they've got access to all of the equipment for any time that they want and it's free and hired equipment. So we're sort of pushing the skill sets out in new directions and creatively. And I know that some of you and your teams participate in in-person selling events. So I'm wondering if you can talk a little bit about what you might have learned from selling at holiday markets. I think you could say as well, it's like you say, first-hand experience. Like when you're selling online, and Etsy's lovely because you get chatty sort of customers, but when you're selling in person and you're getting that direct one-to-one sort of feedback all of the time, and we just say it's the best form of marketing that you can get really, it's cheap. And it's really immediate. And we always have this saying that there will always be one surprise at every event you do. 
and you always meet some link somewhere because you, you're networking with other sellers, you're networking with the people that are out there as your customers, but there'll always be like um, gallery people coming round, or that's actually how we found our first uh, our venue for our Etsy Made local because we've got a sign up because we were trying to promote this new team that we had and we've now secured this beautiful art gallery in the middle of our city and we wouldn't have got it otherwise and she'd never put an event on like ours before and it's just been so successful. We've also started working with very established markets with us where they've said please will you come to us now and can we give you a dedicated area where it will say Etsy all over it and you can say you're an Etsy Lancashire seller and they're now wanting us to go and join them under this sort of the Etsy sort of brand because they're seeing that it's actually helping their markets, which is quite an interesting turn. So uh, local, we see uh, holidays is that like the feedback also, but also we try to do something extra. Like we have a gift wrap table where people, when they buy stuff, they can somebody from the shops is going to gift wrap your. Uh, present, so you don't have to go home, find some paper. So we always give, so we have a, a stamped Etsy on it. We put a stamp on it, so people see like, oh, this bought on Etsy. It's you. Know, it's sometimes in a holiday markets the details. So we don't do Christmas music or stuff like that. But you want to do like stuff like, oh, you come outside, you have your gift, you have the card from the Etsy shop. Uh, it's packed. It's ready. You have. You can give it to the person when you see the person. So we are really working together to make not a market, but an experience. Like you come, oh, it's well, wonderful. But you come out and you're happy. Like, oh, Etsy, that's a good thing. Oh, it loved it. So we want also to have people to go online. We explain what Etsy is. So if we talk to them like, oh, you can buy stuff. Oh, no, it's not Amazon. It's Etsy. It's a handmade, unique. So for them, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. So it's really the experience you build around your market. It's not like, oh, you buy something. No, we want to talk to your customers. You want to have, give them the experience of being important, being there in person. That's for me a market. It's like you have, give them an experience, not only the customer, also the person who is selling there. After the market, we have always have feedback from the sellers. What can we improve? What's, what's fun? What worked for you? Do we have to, like, more light, more facebook ads stuff like that so we try to improve our markets all the way all the time and as the holidays are drawing closer you know things can get pretty hectic so i'm wondering how you make sure that your shop is prepped and ready for the busy shopping season and like if there's any kind of advice that you give to your team around this time of year well, um, as many people, um, having an Etsy shop is not your only job. So many of us have uh, children. Um, Christmas is a hectic time all around. Uh, many of us have day jobs that also have um, Christmas as a fully booked, uh, packed uh, time. So the best tip uh, I can give or have given to my team is to prepare. Actually, I think in July before the vacation, I'm like, don't forget, it's, uh, you know, Christmas will come up. Use your vacation time to plan, to order your packing supplies, to whatever you're going to do for Christmas, get it ready in July. Um, That's what most companies by July already have their Christmas plan and stock already on the way. Uh, So use your summer holiday actually to plan Christmas. And when the time does come, you know, if you run out of 
packing supplies or something or just, you know, relax, take it easy. Don't force it. Don't try to cram something that doesn't fit. If it doesn't fit, just be honest with yourself and it's okay. At least, you know, it's better to give customers an amazing experience than a half a half-baked loaf of bread, for example. So just do what you can. And if it gets to be too much or you're busy or your kid gets sick, just put your shop on holiday and next time plan a bit earlier or have a bit more packing supplies or a bit more uh, whatever you plan to do for that holiday. Think about it as a learning experience for next time. Yeah, well, I think the advice we would say is don't be scared, ask for help. Um, have your family ready, have your friends ready. And another one is really look after yourself. So we were talking about this as a team before we came away. And I said, one of the things I'm doing is I know I need to eat well. Me eating well will keep me going. So I'm actually preparing now and filling my freezer. So when I cook a meal, I'm cooking a bit more. And it's really funny, I'm, I kind of a little bit lazy and we're kind of freezing it and I don't label them we call them at home winner dinners because when the food comes out it's only when we defrost it we know what we're actually eating for a meal <laughs> but it's homemade and it's balanced and it's there and anyone in the house can get that ready for like me so that's what we do winner dinners is ours <laughs> so the holidays are ending uh And the first thing I see my team in 2019, the first thing I will ask them is, how was your holiday season? Because you have to learn from the past season. So you have to review your past sales. So you don't have to go like, August, okay, I have to start. So it's really the first thing is, what went wrong? Because you have to learn from what went wrong. Did you have enough package supplies, cards, uh, stamps? What did you do wrong? Because it's what went wrong learns you for the future. So you have to prevent it. Was I late with shipping? Um, did cat have no food? Uh, stuff like that. Did I forgot uh, birthdays? Because you have to, like, it's really busy and you have family and you have things to celebrate. So you, what I do, I make a binder for the next month. And I like say, oh, this person is that birthday. So I put a birthday card with a stamp in it one just to have to do it to the post office. So you have to prepare your private life. So I prepare myself food, uh, everything, oh, fat visits, visits for that, uh, all the things you need to remember also. And that I prepare, I put that in a binder. I'm like every month, every day I see that I have to do this, I have to do that. Or oh, I have to check, do I need the, uh, more uh, shipment material? Also we do, what we do is in a group, we order our shipping material. So. In August, I said, who needs that box, that box, that box? So in my house in August, end of August, there was big shipment of boxes for all the team members. So we had like a half room full of shipment boxes because and that way we can get cheap shipment boxes. So and then these were done on the first meeting. So we worked together to get cheap stuff. We watched the uh, all the promotions online, things like that. So we worked really close together to help us to get through the holiday season. So if somebody's baby is sick and they have a lot of work, okay, just bring your baby for an hour, with, no longer, one hour with me, and you can go to the post office or something like that. So we work really close together for that case, yeah. I like what you said about, you know, learning from your past seasons, but on the flip side of that too, what advice would you give to a seller who's in their first ever selling season? Talk to fellow sellers, really. Talk to them, listen to them read the forums, uh, think, if, think as a customer at some point, because 
What do you want if you buy something online? What do you want for yourself? If you buy something online, what do you want to have? Fast shipping, you want a certain color, you know, if you want something that's like made for you, order it in time. So you have to be prepared also in time. So go think about what you want as yourself, as a customer, how you want to be treated, how you want to have your stuff packed, how you want to have your things shipped. So you have to think, what does my customer want? I think that's most important. And that you write it down, talk to people about it, and you learn from others, yes. Often when people first open their shop, they sometimes either have very high expectations, uh, like this Christmas is going to be amazing, I'll make a fortune, so I'm just going to quit my day job in January. Uh, <laughs> and there's others that are like, oh, well, it's never going to work anyway, so I'm just going to throw a few things together and then I'll just quit afterward. It's very rare you actually get somebody who's like very level-headed and has gone through the whole planning. There's some professional sellers who sell on Etsy who actually have the experience and the kind of know that you have to take the small steps. Some of the people really just go very excited into it. If I could give them a tip for the holiday season is, yes, to ask on the forums, um, you know, other people and also look uh, at other shops, maybe in the same country who sell similar items and contact that seller and ask them, can I just ask you a small question? But, you know, uh, let's say you're selling, um, you know, holiday mugs or something and say, look, I know you're selling holiday mugs and I'm starting kind of something similar. How is it like for you? How much, you know, customers did you have last year? Is anything special you learned about shipping and packing for have less damage or less uh, lower the shipping cost? And just ask other team members. Most people don't consider it competition. They're actually very flattered uh, that you ask them for advice. So that would be a good tip, but not to look to international, but just look local, like your own country, you know, because the shipping at Christmas can be quite hectic and often the estimates is wrong. So ask other sellers in your own country what they've learned also throughout the years with the shipping, because often that is the main issue at Christmas is the time. Will they get here on time for Christmas morning? Um, So ask other sellers and don't be shy. That's the main thing. When you're going to sell online, you can't be shy. Yeah, and I would say no, no, you sort of last last shipping days for Christmas. So we've already put out what ours is with Royal Mail, so that people can plan ahead and then know when you want to stop for Christmas, so you enjoy your own Christmas with your family. Because too many of us keep saying, "No, I'll just keep doing these next orders." So kind of setting out that they know when the shipping dates are, when their last shipping date is, and why they want it that way. And, and we've kind of like said, keep your stock levels online written online lower so you can always back out when you need to and sort of say i need to stop that product or i want to extend my sort of shipping time just to give me some ease time because they start panicking so it's really the little triggers to hold the panic off my last question for you guys is if you can tell me a little bit about your proudest moment on your team if there's any certain moments that stand out to you I think ours was at the Etsy Made Local. Um, I co-captain and it was our first ever one and we really didn't know what was going to happen or how it would be or how many people would walk through the door. This art gallery that we have is just stunningly beautiful. It's three floors and it was quite difficult because we were putting sellers on all three floors so we could have lost the sellers up on the sort of like second and third floor. And the day before we had to go in and we had two radio interviews, we had a TV interview and then we had to set up in this. And 
my co-captain and I were absolutely exhausted and we were driving home and we were going, this is just so painful. And we laughed and we said, it's a little bit like giving birth, you know, when you're having the contractions and you're just going, holy moly, why are we doing this? Because we were shattered. And then the next day we stood in the the bottom because we placed ourselves at the bottom so we could be on hand for everyone and we could hear the noise and the excitement and we had visitors right the way through the building and my co-captain just turned around to me and she went, we've given birth, this is it. (laughs) And it was just brilliant, the sort of, you know, like the euphoria of it was just, and we went, we must remember this for next year, but we haven't, we're just doing it again. So, yeah, that was our proudest moment. It's also a market with me. It was like uh, the first time we had the church. We were we entered the church we were like, oh my god, can we use that building? It's an old building, and it was like big ceiling stuff like that. I'm like, is this now ours for use for the markets? It's like, wow. So we made some uh, flyers and posters and turn, and I was like the first. We I opened the door and like people coming in like. Oh my God, what's happening here? So we had a security, like we only have like so many people in the church and we're like, oh no, no, no. We, it's it. We have to close the door because we are at the maximum because like, like a half hour later. So people were keeping pouring in, pouring in, like it's, it's not possible. We are dreaming and people were selling and we're like, you know what? I saw that and then we here and I saw that and then, and see people walking outside with bags and bags. I'm like, we have the dream. We have the perfect spot for our, our market. And people like happy afterwards. We uh, went to a bar. We got a little bit drunk, stuff like that. But okay. <laughs> we celebrated really hard. And this was like, this is it. This is what we're going for as a team. We find the perfect spot, reach the people we want to reach and build and grow the market. So it's really like really nice. So next year we hope to do that and other cities have the same level of markets. So we, I'm really proud of the team because they're always there to support each other. So every moment with my team is a proud moment. I was thinking about that. What's the proudest moment? And I can't say there's one proud moment, but I think it was when I realized the team was still going because when you have an online community, it kind of goes up and down. Sometimes it starts really grand, it kind of peters out. Sometimes it starts small, it grows, and then it kind of dies out. But it was after I realized it's been five years and it just keeps on going and people keep participating and helping each other. And that as a team captain makes me very proud. I really like to see people succeed. I don't like to go there and say, oh, I'm, you know, I've got such an amazing shop and I'm perfect in SEO because actually I'm not. There's other team members that have really amazing shops and better photos and they're much better in SEO and they're like amazing at finding tags and keywords. And it just makes me feel so good when I see those experienced people giving, giving out to the other team members. And I have one, um, I think it's my team captain now. Uh, she's really good with uh, tags and search uh, engine optimization things. And... Uh, Every time I see her, for example, giving advice to others, I feel like this is what it's all about, having a team and a community and seeing other people, you know, perk in and giving also uh, counsel or little tips or suggesting, you know, you can get your packing supplies from here. That's my little secret. Uh, people sharing uh, 
things like that with each other, it makes you feel like that's what a handmade community is about. It's not just people keeping their secret suppliers or things like that themselves, but being open and helping each other and watching each other succeed. So, I mean, the team's been going for five years and I hope it goes for another five years still or more. Thank you guys so much for joining us and sharing all this knowledge. It's really inspiring to hear these stories. And I know everyone appreciates hearing from you. So thank you. So as many of you may know, we usually close out every episode with Shop Talk, which is our segment where we post a question in the forums and you send us your answers by calling in or emailing us a voice memo. This time around, we did things a little differently. We talked with some of the other captains at the summit in Poland and asked them to tell us their number one holiday tip. Here's what they had to say. Hi, I'm Megan from Megan McNulty Shop. And what I do for Christmas is I prepare my envelopes because I like to decorate them so people don't get a blank envelope. So a couple of months before Christmas, I'll put the TV on with Netflix and just sit there and washi tape all the envelopes and stick on the return stickers so that when it gets busy, I can just chuck in the orders and I'll be done a lot quicker. Hi, uh, my name is Nonia Jero of Pink Mushroom Designs. My number one holiday tip is plan Plan in advance and when you feel as though the pressure is mounting up, just take a, a moment, think about what you're doing, reevaluate your situation. And if you feel as though there is like, you know, a particular task which you cannot get past, skip it. Skip it and move on to the next. <laughs> Hi, my name is Kate. I'm from Galvan Art. It's a shop. And my first very important holiday tip is you must uh, have some time for yourself. Because when you have lots of orders, when you are in rush, when you are uh, absolutely overwhelmed with everything, you must just have some minutes, some hours to have a walk, to rest a little bit and not to think about all this stuff. Otherwise, you'll just have no uh, strength to come over this and to walk with all, uh, with all of this. So just please take your time, relax. Have a walk and don't think about it for at least one hour. You will see, you will uh, have lots of health, lots of strength to walk after uh, this is done. So please take care about yourself. This is very important for the holiday season. Thanks so much for listening to this live episode of the Etsy Success Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you have a moment, please rate us and leave us a review. We really appreciate every single one. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.